Yeah, I'm excited. It's it's yeah, interesting because we're we're now in the world of you know making podcasts, so we're like yeah. trying to find you know what our niche is, but also trying to be separate from the other podcasts in that niche. Like we want to, right? Uh, complicated. You you say niche? You say niche? 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 I say niche. Is it? What are you, Kyle? Niche or niche? I'm a niche. Yeah, he's a niche too. Two out of three, right? But here. Uh, but but no <laughs> hating on the the niche part of it. <laughs> Okay. Well, it's not that I dis. It's not like the word moist, you know, where you just hate it. It's just it takes a second when people say niche. I'm like, what's that word? Oh, niche. But it has got it. But it has an e at the end, so kind of English language is so weird. Welcome to the Wouldn't It Be Nice podcast. This is episode six, and we are joined by a guest tonight, um, Kyle Brewer from Brewer Builds, um, and my co-host Travis is here with me as well. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Travis, you want to go first? Hi, I'm Travis. Hi, Travis. Third Style Projects. New. Yeah. You're very fresh to Instagram. Very fresh. Yes. Not much content. Yes, we're looking but forward to see more. Our guest, our guest, great content has great content. He's a little older to Instagram. Kyle, you want to give us just a brief interview or uh, introduction of yourself? Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, my name's Kyle Brewer. You can follow me at, at Kyle T Brewer at Brewer Builds, or uh, I also host uh, Sawdust Talk. So at Sawdust Talk, um, yeah. uh, based out of St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, been on Instagram for a couple of years now and still finding my way, you know, and just building stuff, uh, every now and then talking sawdust, you know, it, it's fun. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's a ton of fun. That's how I got to know you, Kyle was through, um, watching you on sawdust talk on Instagram life. I, I love that show every week, every two, is it Wednesday, Wednesdays, 10 PM central. I love, I love watching it. It's, it's awesome. Mm. it's it's fun it was fun like no sorry to cut you off there but uh, no it it, no you're good it's really funny because like last year right it started we kind of like my friend ryan and i kind of started it and you know we were like what are we doing like we just want to meet these other makers in the community and kind of you know have some one-on-one conversations with them have a live and kind of have some kind of like show type atmosphere right and it's just kind of taken off from there and you know, it's if if I go a week without like watching it or being a part of it, I feel like weird. You know, and like <laughs> it's 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 such a cool experience, right? Because like you don't get that like one on one experience with a lot of makers that often. And like we've mm-hmm. had some really big names on, but we've had some like nobodies on too. And it's really like cool. Me. Like here, there's <laughs> I wouldn't, had me I wouldn't on. go that far. <laughs> I mean, but seriously, like we've had like people with under like. 500 followers you know that nobody knows right and that like some of mm-hmm. us have like a bigger followings and they've gained like quite a bit from that you know from being on the show and just like putting themselves out into you know the instagram community and, and really like kind of help them push in, into mm-hmm. like a different area for them which is really cool you know i mean already this year we had two people who had never gone live before on instagram and now they have right and now they're kind of doing more on instagram and kind of pushing themselves a little bit further so it's kind of fun to kind of be a part of their journey and they kind of see where it takes them Mm -hmm. i was fortunate enough to to be on sawdust talk too about a month ago and that was a really cool experience and actually i don't know if you're talking about me but i was one of the people that um never gone live before on instagram and um you gave me that opportunity and it was really cool and now i'm definitely more comfortable now doing it because it's 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 a really cool opportunity to again like you were talking about just the talking sawdust and talking shop and um the the live thing was intimidating but once you get past it it's just a normal conversation with a bunch of friends i mean right so, right um, you want to tell us a little bit about 
sorry, you know, keep going. No, you're, you're fine. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's, what's really cool about it. Right. Like it is, it's just like a, you kind of get past that barrier. Right. And you're like, okay, yeah. Like we're just hanging out, having fun, just getting to know each other a little bit better. And, and that's what mm-hmm. kind of springs that on. And you kind of get that comfort of going live and, and kind of pushing yourself a little bit further. So, so what, <laughs> what inspired you to do Sawdust Talk? Yeah. I mean, honestly, so it just kind of was my, like, there weren't that many like Instagram, like shows, you know, or like podcasts or or kind of places for people to kind of go and meet each other, you know, um, especially in Instagram. Like, I feel like there's a couple more like now, but like when we started, like it was just kind of like, you know, random people kind of go live or, you know, we'd have, there'd be like guests, every once in a while, like, uh, I know night Carver used to have a show and kind of have people on. Then she quit that, uh, Tiff did. And then, you know, there were a couple other ones that kind of met on a regular basis, but you know, we've kind of kept it going and kind of meeting other people. It's just a a consistency thing that that's been really cool. So. Yeah. And I, I, I personally love it. I mean, I'll be out in the shop and I won't be able to normally like watch it, but I'll have it in my headphones and I'll just be able to listen to you guys. And Wednesdays are my nights where I'm out in the shop and, you know, till late. So having you guys 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock, I got a solid hour where I can just you know, knock some stuff out. And it's, it's cool. It's, it's a cool thing. I, I like the live aspect of it too. You know, it, you know, this, this podcast is pre-recorded, so it's, it's kind of a, it's a different dynamic and you kind of feel like you're a part of the conversation just like while it's happening. Cause Instagram has a cool feature that you can like chat while it's happening. So you can, you know, you can wave to people and you can, you know, make jokes while, while everything's happening. It's, it's a cool experience. Something I never yeah. got into until a couple months ago. So, and really you're, you're one of the ones that kind of introduced me to how cool it could be. So thank you for that. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it is such a weird, like, experience. You have, like, all these people, like, making jokes, and you're trying to hold it together, like, and have a conversation with, you know, the maker <laughs> that you're you're talking with, right, and just kind of getting their experiences, their, you know, what they're working on, kind of any tips and tricks that they have. It, it's pretty cool to kind of hear their stories, and, you know, some of them have been really, like, tough, you know? Like, we've had a mm-hmm. couple, like, or we've had one that was, like, an overseas guest that, you know, it was hard to, like, there was that language barrier. Right. So like that was tough mm. and it was like, I think it was like four or five o'clock in the morning there, but oh, wow. like there's yeah. been other makers, you know, where they, maybe they have like a, a disability or, you know, they mm. have kind of this fear of, of being on camera and to see them kind of warm up and kind of overcome that, like, Hey, I'm on camera and I'm talking to like friends. It's not that big of a deal. It, it's a, yeah it is a really cool experience and and to have people there like supporting you and kind of being like, Oh, you're doing great. Like it it kind of like helps that. Right. Like, and it just kind of fosters that community aspect of of Mm. the woodworking uh, realm of of Instagram. I feel like. And that's a thing that I really had not much idea of. Um, When I had my personal account that I use primarily, I don't really use it anymore. I just use my woodworking one now, but when I did, I followed some woodworkers, but I never realized the community of, of support that was there. Cause there's, there's just so many, so many people, so many different accounts that just all have the same passion and we're all there to like, just support each other. And it's pretty much like 99% is supportive. I mean, you get, you get some hecklers and, but, <laughs> but that's, that's just life. But, um, it's, it's a really cool community. Like you said. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I mean, like you said, there's 99% of posts and and comments are like, yeah, like, good job. Like, I'm so proud of you or like, way to go. You know, it's just Mm -hmm. so encouraging. And you rarely ever see those kind of troll type comments or or kind of negative comments. I mean, you do get, I feel like I I used to get or, or still do get like the every once in a while, like, oh, do you even make anything? Like, you know, or like, what do you even make? You know, especially when I'm not like posting stuff that I make. I'm like, yeah, it's just like, hold on a second. Like, cause I've seen some of the reels you've done. I mean, they're always, you know, funny or encouraging and it's not always making things, but you know, you're having fun and you just, mm-hmm. you're out there to encourage people, which I love. I love that you're, you're that way. 
I think it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, for me, it's, it's, I'm not going to be the best maker out there. Like, and I know that. Right. So like, I don't feel like me showing everything that I make is going to be, is worth it. Right. Like I am mm. a motivational person. Like, Hey, like if I can do it, you can do it. You know, like mm -hmm. if so-and-so can do it, like I can do it. Right. Like, and that's kind of where my attitude is. And like, I know like some of the stuff that I make isn't perfect or like, it's not going to be the best, like, and I'm okay with that. Right. Like it's pretty good, but I'm not comparing myself to some of these other people who do it full time or kind of spend hours and hours on it. I have a very limited window to work on my project. So I, I just try and get done what I get done what I can. So as kind of the outsider, um, how do you, like, I think your content's amazing. It's hilarious. I mean, like, I you did that, that, uh, the Trump sound over top of, like, it's the most perfect thing we've ever done. It is amazing. Um, so <laughs> your content in that, in it's very, like, technically sound. Like, the transitions are clean, everything like that. But how do you handle those naysayers that come in and say, like, you know, you're not actually making anything, or how are you, you know, relevant in woodworking or something like that you know how do you handle those situations given that the real accounts i mean 90 percent of them are coming from behind an yeah, animated you know, profile but no i mean it's true like honestly like i've had a couple of friends like there that like i've i guess that have turned into friends right like comments at first that were like you know negative and you kind of like start that conversation with them and it's like hey mm -hmm. like yeah like i do make i just don't always show it you know like and mm -hmm. kind of breaking down that barrier and like actually getting to know people, you know? And like, that's cliche to say, I guess, but like, I, I really is like, like Sam Woolley pedals. Dylan, mm -hmm, yeah. you, you're familiar with her. Like she was one of the first yeah. people who kind of like said something like that to me. And I was like, yeah, like I just, like, Kyle, you suck. I, what are you doing? Is that what yeah, she said? It was like, <laughs> it was like, it was like, do you even make anything, you know? And I was like, <laughs> wow. Like, you know, I, I, I don't always show the things that I make, you know, and I had that, like, am I like part of this community? You have kind of like, like imposter syndrome, you know, and it's, it's a yeah. real thing. Right. But you kind of just gotta be like, yeah, like look at all this stuff that I have made. Right. Like you'd be like, I'm as much a maker as anybody else. Like I don't do it full time. I have a full time job that I go to and support my family with. This is just kind of mm -hmm. my hobby, my side business, my like side hustle, you know? And, it's yeah. been successful so far and I, I can't complain about that. So, so that's, that's a good segue into the, the woodworking realm of things. And we can, we can always get back to this social media thing, yeah. but um, I like to ask the question first. Um, first question to ask is just um, when were you introduced to woodworking? Yeah. So it's funny, like growing up, my dad was always, doing a bunch of woodworking like he had a bunch of like woodworking tools and like he was making like boxes and like I don't know all the like the cliche like woodworking things I feel like and um I actually work for him now at his company um and it's like a machine shop right so he does mm. a bunch of uh, metal work basically that is making instead of wood right so it, in, mm -hmm. in his off time he would just work with wood and like he's been very handy over the years and I mean, honestly, like the big thing that started out for me was kind of moving into my own house with my wife and starting all the projects for her. Like it That's was familiar. like a constant, like, a, <laughs> Hey, we need this done. We need this done. We need this done. And I was like, yeah, like I can do that. I'm not going to pay somebody to do that. You know, like, yeah. Oh, like we needed shelving in our master closet. When our, I think that was the big first thing that I tackled and it was like, yeah, no, I'm not paying somebody like thousands of dollars to do this. I can, I can build you something, what you need, you know, and it mm -hmm. turned out really nice. Um, I know like I did a like laundry room for my wife at our old house. I've done a bunch of like garage cells just for storage, honestly. And like nothing crazy, but it's like the more like boxes and, and stuff you build, like the more you kind of get addicted to it. So, mm. Oh, for sure. Are you sensing a trend? I am sensing a trend. <laughs> That it's very common because Travis and I are the same way. That's really kind of how we both, we both have like a history of it before we bought our houses. Right. But being homeowner, I think really just kind of brings that out of a lot of people. 
is you start For tinkering, sure. you start building stuff, and you just kind of gain more tools, and it becomes more and more of a hobby than it does. Like the honeydew list is a very real mm-hmm. thing, and you do a lot of that. You know, a lot of the projects I still do are the honeydew, mm-hmm. but also now oh, I have sure. more focus on. You know, I really enjoy doing this. I'm not doing this just because my wife, you know, wants me to do this. Right. Now I'm like doing it because I love it. It's very yeah, common, absolutely. I think. No, absolutely. You, like you said, it's just a like a transition, right? Of like, yeah, like yeah, this is checking stuff off the list, and that's making my wife happy. But also, like, it's a great, um, yeah. Like I need a little stress relief after a long day, and go yeah. out to the garage and just kind of knock some stuff out and kind of get those creative juices flowing. Mm. Mm-hmm. So do you watch dude, dad? Any yeah. of his videos? I love so that. the one that cracks me up the most is when he's playing the role of his wife and they're planning their house renovations and he's walking around the house. He has like, the wig on ship lap, ship lap, ship lap, ship lap. <laughs> Just <laughs> everywhere. I love the wig that he wears. I know. <laughs> it's awesome right and like it's funny because i think when that like video like came out originally like my wife like was doing the same thing at my house and i was like i was like you have to watch this like this is hilarious (laughs) and she's like that's not me and i was like oh just watch like this is this is awesome see i showed i have a bunch i showed my wife that video of the ship lap and then she rebuttaled with the one where he's like Oh, I forgot my caught gun. I got to go to Lowe's. And then he comes back in the door with like 15 boxes of tools. <laughs> How true is that, though? That's so true. I mean, if you have to do a job and you just need the right tools, right? Yes. That's right. That's right. I mean, yes. Why Why kill yourself like for hours <laughs> or, you know, spend that extra time? Just spend the extra money and get it done right, you know? That's right. Here's Here's my secret is... To get a tool, I, I convince my wife that it's going to take me twice as long if I don't have this tool, mm. but you want more time with me, so I'm going to, to get this tool so we can spend more time together because it, it makes it more efficient. That's what I'm saying, man. You got to <laughs> you gotta turn spin it back to your wife, right, because she'll appreciate that. I just go from the, like, hey, this is for work <laughs> perspective. Yeah. Like, well, you used to, yeah, he used yeah. to contract, so. Okay. That was nice. that was all part of your all part of your gig. Yeah, you got to that was part of the job. So, what was that moment, Kyle, when you were like, "This is a lot of fun. Let's kind of take this to the next level." I don't know, honestly. I didn't. I don't. I think I have like a defining moment. Honestly, it's just been the more I do it, the more I like buy stuff, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, like I can do this now." And like the more tools you mm-hmm. get, or like the better tools you get the more like advanced stuff you can get in my opinion right so like mm-hmm. the the scroll saw that i have here like like i bought a cheap scroll saw to start and i was kind of like oh like making signs is a lot of fun you know and like mm. it's a lot easier to do with it the right tool you know and like i used to have like a job site table saw and then i got yeah. an actual like contractor grade like decent table saw you know and it's you could do a lot more stuff with it and it's just a lot easier and better. And and I mean, honestly, that just kind of makes it, takes it to the next level, you know, where you're like, okay, like this is easier. How do I do this a little bit better? You know, it's like Mm -hmm. every build or like project you have for me, at least like, it's just like, how do you get like a little bit better? Right. Right. So like, Mm -hmm. are you, you know, creating better corners or, you know, doing something a little bit, better with your techniques that kind of takes it to the next level so so scroll like saw that. is your is your main thing yeah i mean so i would say kind of i split between like scroll saw and like building stuff you know so like i built that uh like mud room and like cabinets in our garage that are pretty intense um hmm. they're over there oh yeah that are mm. I mean, they're mm-hmm. like nine foot tall. Um, oh, well, yeah. yeah. So, but those are like things like that. that kind of like really like got me hooked on, on building stuff. But, but yeah, um, now it's, now it's scroll saw stuff. It is kind of my like go-to of like, 
I like cutting boards. I can do cutting boards. If people want a cutting board, I'll do them. But like, they're very like, I don't know, vanilla. Boring. I would say kind of a little bit. Vanilla, like, yeah, yeah. They're just yeah, they're not that exciting to do. And like, I know there's a lot of people who do them and get a lot of enjoyment out of them. Great, good for you guys. And like, some of them are really intense when you do some of those designs. But I just haven't like got that bug personally. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm I'm on the same boat as you. I I mean, there's definitely a place for that, mm-hmm. and I mean, good, honestly, great for you if you're if you cutting boards your thing. That's awesome. For Not sure. to go down this rabbit hole again, but we've talked about this before, and I'm going to bring this bring you in on this. But I'll do cutting boards to get rid of scraps. <laughs> mm, yeah, and that pretty much covers it. Yeah. I my scraps go to coasters, bottle openers, cutting boards. Yeah, depending on the size of the board. Yeah, for but, sure. That's that's a good way to go about it. I mean, honestly, like it, it it is just like scrap stuff, like that I don't have time for, like little pieces, you know, where it's anything that you can make out of it. Great. Mm-hmm. I know I have a couple friends who do like bookmarks out of them too, oh, like yeah. the thin that's bookmarks. Cool. They'll you know cut up a bunch of pieces, glue them together, and then just make thin slices on them. Mm. Um, those seem to sell pretty decent. So, oh wow, I didn't even thought about That's that. That's interesting. I've seen those yeah. uh, book separators that have like the 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 hole you put your thumb in, and then it's like a V, right? And it kind of like open opens the book while you're reading it, keeps it open. That's pretty pretty simple, pretty mm-hmm. cool idea for a scrap. Yeah. That's um, a one. So going back to this, going back to the scrolling, um, when you're using your scroll saw, like what what are your main projects that you're pump, pumping out with that? Um, I've done a lot of like names and like family names, kind of things like that. Um, I've done a lot of like animal portraits, um, which are fun. I've done like, yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of like holiday signs, which are fun. Like Hmm. my wife has been all about, you know, like she'll go to like a Kirkland's or something and like, Oh yeah. Like I need like a little like pumpkin sign or a little like snowflake sign. Like, Oh, you could do those and like give those a family for gifts, you know? So like, the past mm-hmm. like couple months I've been doing like things like that. Like I did like a snowflake, a Christmas tree and like a couple others for like Christmas and like give them out as gifts. Like, and people were just like super excited about them, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. those so, snowflakes so, are cool. Yeah, they were, they were fun. And my wife was like very picky about them. So I was like, <laughs> they're they're a pain to sand in in case you guys oh are yeah oh i'm sure because it's I'm like sure. all the little like crevices and yeah. how do you go about in. sanding um those pieces yeah so just like a little rotary tool i honestly like i had a dremel and mm-hmm. it was not my favorite it was kind of like big and clunky mm. and i got the ryobi this guy like the ryobi like cordless like rotary tool and oh, it yeah. is, it's really awesome. So if anybody is out there scroll selling, definitely recommend the Ryobi. Like, it's pretty awesome. That'd it's be got this, like, cool... nice little handle, and it's easy to get in and out of, like, those little cracks and crevices. Mm. So, hmm. And it's it's pretty much just like a Dremel. It's just less clunky. Yeah, I mean, and Dremel has, like, a like an extension that is smaller, but I just, mm. yeah. I think the Ryobi yeah. kind of did it right with this kind of, like, compact design here so yeah it's a hand cramper (laughs) the the the, like brand name dremel like i've tried to do some some fine-tuned sanding with it and i don't know maybe i'm just holding it wrong i hold it like a pencil like you're supposed to hold the attachment you gotta get the ryobi thing the cow talk about man (laughs) you know honestly like i don't have a lot of ryobi tools i'm not a big ryobi fan but like i really like was like oh this is this is gonna be better for me you know and i made the jump it was i think it was like 79 dollars or something for a battery Mm. and Mm -hmm. and whatever um but i mean look for deals on this because it's definitely worth it Mm -hmm. if you're kind of in that that uh, atmosphere or realm of woodworking yeah that that's a i'll have to look into that i'm yeah. kind of interested in going the scroll saw route i i just got a mm. scroll saw like i was given actually one of my my best friends from high school his i was 
she his mom had bought something from me so i delivered it to her and while i was there she gave me this old scroll saw that her husband had hadn't used in years oh nice and, uh, i've used it a little bit but i've only experimented i haven't had any real experience with it so i'll, I'll probably hit you up with some some tips on the scroll saw stuff like Absolutely. what type of blades is best to use and you know that sort of thing um i was what kind of scroll saw is it? it is an old delta it's okay. Probably I I can't remember the model number. It's probably from the nineties. My my best right. guess is, um, it nice. kind of looks like a tool from the nineties. But it's it's decent. I mean, it's big cast iron base, cast iron table. Um, I want to say it's sixteen inches. Is that a typical size? Yeah, for that a scroll saw? Right. Yeah, it's like sixteen. So it's not huge, but it. I mean, if you're yeah. doing small stuff, it works well. And I've used it, and it works. It works well. I've, I have, I did break a blade once. That was pretty scary. Like was going, and it, it happens. Like popped, and it just like scares the crap out of you. But um, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to get get into that eventually. Um, so um, back to the name of like Ryobi. But like, what is your go-to tool brand? Do you have one? Oh, that's a good question. You know, honestly, like. If I had to pick, oh man, I, I don't know. Like I, I am like kind of a, um, tool kind of sore, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, I have like all kinds of different brands of tools. Like I've got rigid tools. I've got Makita tools. I got Metavo tools, Ryobi now. Um, I have some DeWalt, like I have a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I don't, the only tool I really don't have is like Makita or Milwaukee excuse me. Mm. And like, it's, it's just honestly just cause I mean, they're just more expensive, honestly. Like I know they're good yeah. tools, but like, yeah. I know my Makita tools are really good and a little bit cheaper usually. So I'm good with that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And like, I think rigid for like the price is, is pretty decent out of the box. So mm -hmm. Travis, have you tried rigid? Yeah. I, I've yep. not I've not gone rigid yet. I haven't tried anything from rigid yet. I had a rigid kit at one point. Hmm. They're decent. I mean, yeah, I we've mean, talked about this before. They're made by the same company that makes Milwaukee. So yeah, I mean, they're the same as Milwaukee, Ryobi. I mean, it's just hmm. kind of like an in between brand. And honestly, like it's not. It's kind of a licensed deal or, or something like that with TTI, mm -hmm. right? So like, yep. it's actually a different name overseas, which is kind of interesting. And like, I didn't know much about tools before until after I had them. But I mean, honestly, like for the price, like I got that, I have like a Brad nailer that I use pretty consistently and it was like, I don't know, 200 bucks or something. And it's mm. one of like my favorite tools in the shop. <laughs> oh yeah. I do have a rigid crown stapler. I forgot about mm. that thing. Mm. Yeah. That thing's nice. Is that, um. Is that electric or pneumatic? Or pneumatic. Mm. I've nailed a lot of soffit with that thing, but it's mm. nice. It's really nice. Mm. Yeah, they have some good tools. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, like, I, I know, like, their table saws and, like, miter saws, like, it's all on the same basis as, like, uh, Delta, right? Like, same manufacturer, really. It's just mm -hmm. a different color. So, mm -hmm. like, yeah. it's a, a weird tool brand, honestly, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I, I, I wouldn't – personally, like, if anybody was, like – wondering about like which tool brand to go into i wouldn't say like hey go into rigid like i would go into <laughs> right a different one personally <laughs> which which one would you recommend to somebody i mean depends on how serious you are about it right like if you're a diyer like yeah. go after ryobi like they have a ton of tools like they have a huge mm -hmm. platform mm -hmm. like other people like at dewalt you know you can't go wrong with dewalt makita or milwaukee like those are probably like my top brands i'd say i and, mm -hmm. but I think everybody would say that, right? Like flex is really intriguing to me personally. Like, I don't know if you guys have like talked much about flex tools, but like mm -hmm. they have a really good battery yeah. system and I mean, their tools look nice and so do their like pack out stuff. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. So the prices though are not nice. <laughs> I, I think for the drill, the drill impact kit with a five amp battery, I want to say is two two ninety nine, maybe three forty nine. It's super yeah, it's expensive. Like, it's like Milwaukee, right? Like 
they're kind of like putting themselves up with Milwaukee, but they're not like known well enough to be on Milwaukee's level is kind of where I'm at. Right. And that's what's very, very, they're very high quality tools, Mm. but like, I don't think they've been out long enough to be like, Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, we're on par with Milwaukee, you know? And I think Mm. that's how everybody feels. Right. Like I think even in the trades, it's like a, uh, where have you been? Like, you can't just come to the game and be like, yeah, we're going to sit at the table with Milwaukee, you know, and, and, yeah. <laughs> and the proof right. is in the pudding, in my opinion, like over the years, we'll see where they go and how mm-hmm. their tools hold up, you know, but yeah. Yeah. Cause it's one thing taken out of the box and it being, Oh, this is a nice tool, but it's another thing for that, you know, the motor to hold up and everything else going along with it. Is it going to last? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Which and, I've and been pleased. Say, oh, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. I was going to no, go say, ahead. I've just been pleased personally with my DeWalt tools. I haven't had a single one. You know, I've every single one has lasted for the last four years, and I've mm-hmm. I've beat them up a lot with remodeling my house. So I'm, I'm happy with DeWalt. <laughs> yeah, I've got a bunch of DeWalt, and, like, my dad's a big DeWalt fan, so mm-hmm. it, it kind of works out. I, I have a bunch of Metabo HPT tools, too, and those are really nice, like, uh, I've been kind of working a little bit with Matabo and they're super nice and have got some really great tools. I mean, some of them just, I, to me, they're like so far behind the ball. Like they're just like coming out with all these tools now. And it's like, what are you guys waiting on? You know, like mm, yeah, bring more to the table, please. You know? And I mean, it, it's just kind of a slow process for them. So, which yeah. for me, I'm like a little bit disappointed in like, <laughs> it's, they're great like i love getting free tools from them like i've got a a sander from them i got a orbital sander from them and like a belt sander that i just got from them and like it's just okay you know like i don't i don't know they're just okay so <laughs> which, you're, which makes you're me sad getting... a little bit <laughs> yeah because <laughs> you i mean you want your free tools to be up to par with what your standards are um so you're you're now working. That's kind of another segue too. If, are we okay with this going away from that that talk, the tool talk? And we yeah, because I talk could go tool, for two hours. We could talk tools all, all, all I know, day. right? Um, <laughs> so that's a good segue into you're kind of working as a, kind of an influencer for these brands for Metabo. Is there any other deals you got going um, on? Yeah, I mean, I, I've worked a little bit with Starbond in the past. Um, mm. Like, worked pretty closely with like George Supply Co. I'm working on mm-hmm. a, a laser deal but we'll see what kind of transpires from there mm-hmm. um, me too actually oh yeah that's yeah. awesome monport oh really are I you reached out. i think uh uh full spectrum was the one i'm, I'm kind of oh, talking okay. with okay yeah They've i'm got talking to Mon- pretty cool monport nice yeah i mean honestly like i'll get some free stuff like i've got velocity you know the the kind of they're a phillips company basically and They've got the screws that don't fall off the tips. Oh, nice. Which oh, is kind of nice. Seen, yeah, I've seen that recently. I've seen a couple yeah, that there, have advertised Yeah, there's been a lot going way. on with that. And then, yeah, I don't know. I always I always have something in the works, <laughs> honestly. It's like any, like a lot of brands like want to send you stuff, you know, and it's it's really cool. But then it's like oh my God, how am I going to like fit that into like my content too, you know? Yeah. So you just got to be kind of be creative with it. But so there's actually a question that was, um, somebody messaged me and I thought I'd bring it up whenever I had an appropriate time to build it up. And his, his question was how does working with sponsors hurt or harm your, you know, woodworking account? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think or sometimes sorry, you can. I, I meant, sorry, I meant help or, hurt, or harm. help, help or harm. That's what I meant. Yes. Yeah, I mean, either way, right? Like it can really go either way. Um, I, th- I think a lot of times you kind of get people who are like so focused on like getting like free stuff, where it's like free stuff, this free stuff, that, and like a lot of it's like gimmicky, you know, or like, mm-hmm. oh, look at this, and then like I always get frustrated when like a brand like just like sends out a ton of stuff and then like that's all the content that you see for like a month straight you know and it's like not like spread out evenly you know where it's like a little bit here a little bit there and like constantly like you're kind of seeing that content but like 
I don't, I don't know if that works or, or doesn't work, but you know, I yeah. always get like frustrated when it's like, you see the screw, you see this, another screw video, another screw video, like another screw video. And you're like, Oh my God. Like I've seen like 12 of these in the past, like couple of days, you know? <laughs> um, and that kind of like turns people off. Honestly, like if you see kind of more and more of that from one person, you know, it's just kind of, I don't know, it, not disingenuine, but it's just kind of like a, uh, infomercial type deal where you're like, uh, don't really won't care what they have to say anymore. It's kind of a, a reason to tune people out. Um, but I think if done correctly, like you can kind of weave them into your message and kind of mm-hmm. help promote like both brands, right? Like I always kind of spin it to, um, like brands as kind of, it's, it should be a win-win, right? Like if it doesn't help me, like it, then it's, it's not working, but if it doesn't help you, then we've got an issue too, you know, like, the goal is to kind of bring both brands like up, right. And kind of make mm-hmm. a sell or, or help you like promote your brand a little bit more. Like it doesn't have to be perfect, but the more like you can get your name out there and get into the space, like the better off that brand's going to be. And if it works for them, like it's going to work for you hopefully. So, yeah. So, and I think the more you kind of believe in that product, the better off you're going to be too, because you're going to like, like authenticity matters right like i when i worked with starbond like i did a couple videos for them kind of explaining like how their stuff works and like where to store it i'm like i think that stuff kind of like you know it's stuff like that that people don't like realize or kind of you know understand at first or like hey like this is a ca glue like what does it do like how do you use it you know or like oh like i should be storing in the fridge like i didn't know that until i had worked with them and talked with them you know wait you're supposed to store it in the fridge. Uh, yeah. It, it, so it, if you're I not going to use it right away, so if you're not going to use it right away, like store it in the fridge and it'll stay like good for longer, basically. No way. Yeah. Wow. So like, I mean, I have a bunch of bottles like in the shop that I use, but like once I, mm-hmm. like if I have any extras that I'm not using, I'll throw them in the fridge and they'll just stay a little bit better. And no kidding. When, when you go to use them, they'll, they won't have any issues. So little hmm. little tip and trick there i like his approach more though on being an ambassador for brands because i think that's a lot more appealing than hey here's this video of mine that has 1.2 million views on youtube but in order to see that you have to sit through this 15 minute sales pitch hmm. yeah because then i'm less likely to actually make YouTube. it to the video you know so, right was that like, kyle no, I was just saying, like, I always get frustrated by YouTube, right? Like, there are all these, like, really big-name brands and, like, woodworkers who, you know, they'll stop in their video and, like, it's like, hey, let me tell you about this. And you're like, oh, gosh. Like, I just want to get to the actual video and, like, the content, right? And, like, I don't know if that's just, like, the world that we live in now, but, like, like let's get let's get to what's going on here. Like, I think – um I, I watched a crafted workshop video today and it was like a, mm-hmm. a craftsman like sponsored video. And it was like all of his like shelving that he did in his new shop. And like everywhere mm-hmm. you looked, it was like craftsmen, but it was, mm-hmm. it was really well done. And that like, it was, Hey, he was believing in that brand and like show it. Like there were like little subtleties of like craftsman, sh- mm-hmm. craftsman, like products and brands, but it wasn't like a, yeah. You know, like, oh, like, it didn't feel like infomercial, you know? It's, like, it's the product placement versus the infomercial. Right, right. right. And I think yeah. that's kind of like the best way to go about it, right? And the more you can kind of push that and say, like, it's a good brand for these reasons. Like, I'm not using it just because they sent it to me, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that goes a lot further than anything else, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. That's great advice because mm-hmm. I'm kind of getting, I'm also working with a couple different brands right now too, and they're sending me some products. And, and this is a great talk for me to have, Kyle, because I'm able to get some tips and tricks from you before I actually do these videos because I haven't done any videos yet, but they're yeah. coming in the next next month or so. Awesome. So it's I, I that's all really good advice. Do you have any other thoughts with, with that, with with being an ambassador for brands? Yeah, I mean, especially, like, if it's, I would say, like, think about, like, cost of, like, 
promoting a product too, like, cause you can get paid for these too. So like, mm-hmm. don't sell yourself short, I guess is, is kind of what I would say. Like there are opportunities for you to like monetize that part of it as well. Mm-hmm. Like companies want to see their product out there and like free stuff sometimes isn't enough. If yeah. you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I've had companies who have kind of like said like, yeah, we'll pay you for, for this or like, Hey, one reel or one post, you know, about our product. And like that really like opened my eyes to like what my, what you're actually worth, you know, in mm. the influencer realm. Right. And like, I don't know. I don't know if it's like any different now, but like, your time is worth something, right? So don't, don't sell yeah. yourself short and kind of make sure that you aren't just like accepting free stuff willy nilly. Like think about it and think about like, Hey, like if I want to make a good product, they maybe should, you know, send me some cash or like have like longer term deal, you know, or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So make sure you think through kind of how that's going to work. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's a good, that's a good nugget. I like that. Cause I mean, you're being, yeah, I, I like what you say about know your worth. You know, don't don't just accept a free product just because it's a free product. Like, is it worth your time? Is it is it worth your energy you put into it? And yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. No, free stuff is really cool. Don't get me wrong. And like, yeah, free tools. Sure. Like, I love like I told you I'm a, a tool connoisseur. Like, I mm-hmm. I love getting free tools and like I love testing tools out there but i mean definitely get some money if you can (laughs) Mm, (laughs) because i mean that that's that's kind of supporting kind of your passion so so how do you approach that conversation then somebody company offers you free product you you think you know you might need a little bit more than that how do you go about doing that yeah i mean honestly it's just a, a polite conversation of like yeah like um, yeah, I could do, you know, one to two reels and, and, you know, I would just kind of slip in like, Hey, like this is kind of what I, I charge for that, you know? And, and mm-hmm. I don't, I sometimes I, like, if it's a cheap product, I'm like, I don't even mind like going out and buying the product myself, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of like showing that part of your experience, you know, especially if they're going to pay you for your job, like for posting the, that content. Right. So. Okay. So I mean, you, think you, about. so you bring that you bring that to them. You say, Hey, I'll do this. You bring me the free products and I'll charge this much. Um, you, yeah, you, you're I, the one who initi- initiates that conversation. Yeah. Sometimes you can definitely initiate yeah. it. Um, other times mm-hmm. like they'll initiate it or kind of, mm-hmm. I think it, mm-hmm. it's the best way to go about it. Honestly, is to have a game plan of like what you want and like how mm-hmm. you're going to do it. Right. Like the more you have like a game plan of the content for that product or kind of how you're going to go about doing that, the better off you're going to have like with that negotiation of like Mm. how much are they going to pay? Like a lot of times, like it's not much, like especially for like smaller influencers, it might be like $50, you know, it might be $75, $100, something like that. But like your posts, your reach, like that's worth something. So don't like, like I said, don't, don't sell yourself short. Yeah, know your worth. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like that. And yeah, you never know; you, it might it might be like a a video that goes viral too. So, yeah, right. And then and then they're getting I all mean, this free stuff. Yeah, I mean, could you okay. could you could you capitalize on that video and say, "Hey, this video did really well. Do you want to pay me more for that, or is that something that's off off limits?" I don't know. I've never had that happen, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, I've had, I've had friends who, you know, have had viral videos like that. Um, like I had a friend in Australia who had like a Makita, like he had like a Makita saw and it went viral and like, it was just him like mm. chopping, like mitering a piece of wood, like lumber, like that's all it was, you know? And it had like, a million or, or something crazy views, you know. The algorithm is weird, man. It, it was. It was really weird, you know. And he was like, "Oh, I was not expecting that." And like Makita reached out to him, and like it wasn't like a Makita sponsored video. It wasn't like a Makita this, Makita that. But like they just reached out to him and like sent him some free stuff, and I think they paid him a little bit. 
because of like all the views and like publicity that was getting. So that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah, So things like that can happen after the fact, but um, I think once you kind of have something like that happen, you kind of have more, more chance of it happening again too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. It's so cool to see like just the way that companies are marketing now, you know, just with the, the prominence of social media. I mean, that's where everybody's at a lot in a lot of their day. They're there. So like companies are really capitalizing on using real people Mm. to present products. And honestly, they're probably saving thousands of dollars just because they, I mean, you say, you know, you're worth charge, charge what, you know, you, you, you're worth, but companies are able to just give free product away and use people to advertise for them. Whereas they used to have to pay, you know, thousands of dollars for a billboard or, or other ad campaigns. Not that they don't do that anymore, but, it's like an it's a different type of advertisement advertising it's it's different but i feel like it's becoming more and more prominent like it's it's almost like the infomercials you see i mean essentially it's the same thing it, except it's a real person using their phone to just talk about a product instead of it being recorded and, and put on you know tv after cartoons or whatever but like it's it's kind of it's just cool. It's it's cool that we're able like just us we're normal guys who like woodworking. We we gained a little bit of a following, and now companies are wanting to use us to sell products. It's just a really kind of interesting idea. That's it's kind of to me it's new. I don't know how new it is, but it's got to be in the last twenty years. I mean, oh totally, for sure, for totally sure. You know, and it probably started on YouTube, right? Like where mm-hmm. people were, you know, talking about their products and their experiences. And now like, now it's morphed into shorter form content, right? Where people are, yeah. have these short attention spans and like the quick hitters, right. That you can get out and get to people, the more like digestible it is. So mm. it's kind of a, remember, a interesting, um, interesting mm. where that, where it's gone and, and be curious to see where it, where it goes in the future, you know, is, like long form video going to still be a thing. Like I, I've talked to a couple people on YouTube who, you know, they used to do 30 minute videos and they were great, but now it's like 10 minute videos. Like the more 10 minute mm. videos you could do, the better off you're going to have like of keeping your audience. So I, I don't know where that's going to be. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Are you um, so uh, Jimmy Diresta? Has, has, you're familiar with Jimmy, Jimmy Diresta. Um, he he's talked about back in like 2000s um, before 2010s. I don't know when, but he he had like some d- deals with Dewalt, and he was kind right. of a pioneer of the whole being an ambassador for like Dewalt or, or other brands. And I think YouTube is kind of really where it started, where brands started to really work with content creators I'm not even sure they were called content creators then i mean just right. people who had youtube accounts and made videos and right. really you think about it that was not that long ago like when did youtube begin like oh five ish yeah 2005 yeah. that's not even 20 years ago so this is totally this new this new realm this and like we're I mean, more or less kind of the pioneers of it in a hundred years, it's probably going to be way different than it is now, but it's, it's just really, really interesting to see kind of how companies are adapting to social media videos, short-term content, long-term content, where that's going. So, well, you mentioned on your video that went, you know, over a million views. I'm talking about me. Yeah. Oh, after 25 seconds. Mm, Yeah. Drops off. Mm -hmm. And, I just think that the way that all of this stuff is trending, like when I personally mm-hmm. scroll through TikTok, I'm maybe 10 to 15 seconds, mm. you know, and I think you can post up to what, like three minutes or something now. Yeah. Not a chance. I'm making it to the end of one of yeah. those because I just like really... my quick hit, <laughs> quick hit or entertainment. Yeah. Um, right. That's what it's all about now. It's I don't kind of see long term instant gratification, right? Like, you're, you're getting that like quick hit, right. And quick, quick, like mm-hmm. shot of dopamine or, or whatever it is. Right. But anything, mm-hmm. like you said, like three minutes, like there's no chance you're holding anyone's attention that long. <laughs> you're like, you can't build enough into that. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, unless you're a master at clickbait, but <laughs> yeah. 
you know, I, I have seen a couple where I'm like, why am I watching this? Like, this is, there's nothing <laughs> happening. And I'm like, okay, next I'm, I'm done. Like, and it, those, it, you know, it, it does like craft panda. For a little bit longer than normal. The, the TikTok <laughs> lives do like people have the most ridiculous lives. Yeah. Like the most ridiculous, like there's one, this is a stupid tangent, but like this guy's in a bed and you, whatever tip you give him, it like, we're like, um, does a different like a balloon pops or like feather feathers <laughs> fall down and he like try to wake me up in this weird way like what the heck who's watching this and partaking I don't who give their money to that I don't know um, <laughs> there's some random like there's some so, random things that people give money to like yeah. I, I think about that like I don't know if you guys have watched like uh, VCG construction on know. YouTube I don't I'm not so sure he's on I'm the sure East I Coast, have right? yeah yeah in basically like a lot of his like he does a bunch of lives and he'll go in like home depot and Lowe's and like be like yeah look look at what's on sale you know and people are like tipping him money for that and i'm like mm-hmm. what? like oh yeah hey, they're like they're like five dollars or a dollar like go go look at this and like what in the world like go to yeah. their website and look you... up what it is like right? i don't understand <laughs> like you lazy Man, people I need, start, <laughs> I need to start doing this Capitalizing right. people's laziness. There's literally <laughs> right. a tab on the front page of Home Depot that says "Sales." Yeah, happening now, and it's free, and it's free, <laughs> right? And then said these people are like, "Oh yeah, here's a dollar." And I don't know if it's like people have been watching his channel for however long, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're just gonna do it," and he'll give it back, or like how that works. Like I don't know. I, I've never done it. Like I've yeah. never been like, yeah. I need to pay money for that, you know, but I guess people do. <laughs> Good for him, you know. Interesting. If, if yeah. he can make money off of that, like, must be nice. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be nice? Right. Like, let me just go to Home Depot and, and be live and then, oh, make a couple bucks. Maybe uh, pay for one of my purchases while I'm there. So. <laughs> so, Kyle, that's a good segue for us. Um, we have a question for you. What is your wouldn't it be nice? Oh man, and that's that's open ended. That can be life. That can be wood shop. That can be you know what's what's the primary thing your goal? Yeah, I mean, I think honestly, like, wouldn't it be nice to just be able to have like a a YouTube channel and like live off of your like passion of, of woodworking and like be a content mm-hmm. creator full time? Like, I the it's very like appealing to me, but like, I just don't ever see that happening for me personally, like be a full-time, uh, content creator influencer. Like it's a part-time thing for me. Like my job pays really well, so I can't complain about that, you know? And, and yeah, yeah. that's what kind of supports my family. So I, I can't, you know, step out of that part of it, but you know, it does like, it is appealing to me to kind of have that, um, you know, out there and like within reach kind of, you know, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's good. And I like that. Um, I feel like you never know I, though. I mean, we all yeah. were three steps back from where we are now going. And that's the whole point of the show is going, wouldn't it be nice if I was mm-hmm. there? You know, wouldn't it be nice if I had more than just a drill and an impact in a cheap set of bits from Walmart? Mm-hmm. You know, and look at where we are right. now. You've got all these awesome collections of tools, Free and you've tools. gained so many more skills mm-hmm. and and followers, and that's that's the whole point of this, number one. But it just puts it all into perspective when you look back and go, okay, I was there at at one point, but now, you know, is it likely that I'll be there? Eh, maybe not, but it just kind of puts it in more perspective that like, eh, I could get there. For sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. You know, and I think it's really funny. Like anything that you see on Instagram is attainable, right? Like all these like big name influencers, like you can be there up with them in just the Instagram platform even, you know, like you don't have to have YouTube. You don't have to have TikTok. Like you can compete with some of these big names, which just in just one platform, which is pretty interesting. You know, um, I, anything is attainable for sure. And like, I, I know I have a couple of good friends like Bernie builds, right? Like Instagram mm-hmm, is all yeah. he has. And like, he's got like, I think over like 50,000 followers, I think now, but like mm. 
yeah. him and I started out very, very close, like early on. And, you know, he just had a couple reels go off and, and, you know, now look at him, you know, it's, it's just so cool. Cause sometimes that the set stuff happens overnight, right? Like where you just have a couple reels and, and gain a lot of traction and then you kind of explode, right? Like yeah. that's kind of what everybody hopes for. Uh, at least. I think, I think so. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if, if you're, if that's your goal and if you're doing this to, to gain those followers and become kind of, you know, make a business, you know, get big, get customers, but also just maybe become an influencer. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm there too, Kyle, like, and just first world or sorry, not uh, real world experience for me is like a month ago, I had a thousand followers and now I have over 5,000, which we talked a month ago on Sawdust Talk, and you asked me kind of what my goal is for the year, and I told you the, at the end of 2023, I want to have 5,000 followers. And now I have them, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> where, do I, where do I go from here now? It's kind of – it's one I of those things. I think you said like 10,000, anybody, didn't you? And I didn't exp- – did I – I think I said five, I, you know, a very conservative I, answer, like let's stick with five 5,000. <laughs> I thought I and thought you I said, said like and Sam was like Sam was like whoa 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 slow your roll but maybe you're right maybe it was five but oh like, yeah the, the, no the that's of that's that actually exactly like, what happened <laughs> I I remember that too well it's crazy but, it's right like it is it's so cool that like how Instagram works right like you start getting traction you start getting followers and like like starting to having these like real interactions with people like just outside of the woodworking realm right like where you're like yeah oh like I have a little bit more value than I realized, you know? Yeah. Like I, I have it's something to bring than, to the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So the, we just have a couple minutes here, Kyle. I just wanted to hear one last little nugget of wisdom you might have a piece of advice you have for our listeners. Oh gosh. I, I don't have any. Uh, it sounds like you got all the, <laughs> the winning moves over there. Uh, Oh well, yeah. I, don't no, know about I mean, that. I just got lucky, man. <laughs> Sometimes that's all it takes, honestly. Like, yeah, it's good to be lucky. Like, and I, I don't know, like, I, I think the best piece of advice I have or I've heard, you know, is like, do it for yourself. You know, like, it's not everything like is always going to be like perfect or, or it's not always going to be, you know, exactly what you want, but like, as long as you're having fun and like enjoying the process, like mm, yeah. who cares, you know, like it, it doesn't matter. Right. Like for yeah. me, like, like I said before, like this is just kind of a, a side hustle, like hobby. So like, as long as I'm having fun and it's kind of like an outlet for me, like to me, that's all that matters. Right. And like for everybody out there, like thinking about like being an influencer or, or kind of going down that road of like, maybe I want to do more woodworking, you know, like, give it a shot and kind of see what sticks for you, you know? And like, what do you enjoy? What kind of like aspect do you enjoy in it? Right. And like Hmm. follow that path and kind of see where it takes you, you know, because that passion is kind of going to be what drives you forward. So yeah, that's what I got. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. That's awesome, man. That's, that's really good. I I, I love that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's encouraging to me. So Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Kyle, thanks again, man, for, for coming on and just chatting with us for an hour. We, we really appreciate it. We appreciate all the information you brought to us. I mean, that, that's so valuable and, and the friendship too. I thank you. Thank you for, for coming on and just uh, hanging out with his friends. And, um, we hope to just continue to connect, um, on Instagram yeah, and absolutely, continue man. to see, continue to see all the content you bring, you know, whether it be, you know, your personal uh, builds with signs or, um, you know, the funny stuff you make or even the mm-hmm. brand stuff, the brand representation you have. We're excited to see, see kind of where it goes for you. Absolutely, man. Appreciate it. Thank yeah. you both for having me on. A hundred percent. Yeah. Your content is awesome. It's really funny. Brings me a lot of joy to kind of scroll through. I know I haven't been following you for super long. I think since his sawdust talk on my main account, but I mean, I just launched mm-hmm. my Instagram last week, so it's only been a few days. But mm-hmm. thanks my, for doing what you do because it's it's awesome. My favorite Absolutely, thing man. you do. My favorite thing is when you you jump down, <laughs> like off your off your bench top or wherever you're jumping from. I love that so much. Well, yeah. So, in, <laughs> in quick story about that, right? Like, <laughs> like when I started, I was like, you know, like 
I just want to like have fun and like do something different, you know? So like, mm-hmm. I was like, like, what can I do that? Like nobody does. Right. And like, just have fun <laughs> with it. And like that, like, if you look at like my first couple of videos, it's just like me, like jumping into the camera and be like, Hey, what's going on? <laughs> so it, it's just like, I don't know, just, just fun. It, and like, I love it. you know, I love whenever it. I get a chance to jump, I'll, uh, I, I try and work it in, but it's just kind of a, a fun yeah. aspect. So, <laughs> But uh, I do no, have one more quick for question for on. you. Yeah, absolutely. What does a fish say when it runs into a wall? I mean, the only answer is damn, right? Damn. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I mean, <laughs> I did not know that one. That's good. You're I, welcome. That's, that's your friend. Who said that, that? Yeah. We had a write in dad joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We do dad that's jokes fantastic. every episode. We have at least one. <laughs> I'm super proud. Awesome. Yeah. Super I, I proud. appreciate that, and I I can tell Dylan that you weren't sure about it, and I was just like, uh, I is this a trick question? Like, I I didn't know. I think everybody should know that, <laughs> but um, no, thank you guys both for having me on. I, I appreciate it. Uh, it's been fun, uh, Travis. Happy to have met you, man, and, and uh, look forward to seeing what you do. And uh, Dylan, thank thank yeah, you. Yeah, likewise. Again. It's been a pleasure. Wouldn't It Be Nice theme song was performed and written by Luke Snyder.